the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to another week of Bruce Hooley Shows, and it'll be a short week of Bruce Hooley Shows. As this is the only day you're going to get, 7-Eleven, your lucky days. I'm headed out on vacation tomorrow. Uh, we will talk about something that is in short supply in our culture today, a lack of truth. Familiar topic here that plays itself out on numerous stages, and unfortunately, it seems as if it now has the lack of truth, a starring role in the city of Akron. And we are going to stage, it appears, our own little version of the George Floyd matter from Minneapolis two years ago. makes me sad to say it. I have worked uh, for a large portion of my professional life, most of my professional life, um, with entities that operate in Northeast Ohio, though I was not always living in Northeast Ohio, though I did live there for a pretty good chunk of years. So I know the area well. Um, I think I understand the area pretty well. And what I see saddens me greatly in Akron. And we just personify that old adage, um, those who refuse to acknowledge the past are doomed to repeat it. Because since the shooting death of Jalen Walker in Akron on June the 27th, we have had protests and some of them violent. We have had the typical knee-jerk reaction, uh, guilty before there was a reckoning. We have a list of (laughs) illogically stupid demands from the Akron NAACP. And worst of all, we have the death of a four-year-old girl shot to death this past weekend in a circumstance that officials say is not related to Jalen Walker, but I don't know how they can possibly know that. This was a random shooting into a crowd. They don't have a suspect, a four-year-old girl, a 40-year-old man. Shot and killed in what was billed as a celebration of the anniversary of the shooting death of an 18-year-old. So they were commemorating an 18-year-old shooting death a year earlier, celebrating his life. I, I don't know, but it seems odd to me that there could be a celebration of the shooting death of an 18-year-old. And it seems even odder that someone would fire a gun in celebration randomly into a crowd and a four-year-old girl would be shot in the head and die 
and a 40-year-old man would be shot and also die. So that is where we are in Akron. The mayor has called for a 48-hour pause in protests. And until I read that a pastor in Akron had joined that plea for peace over the next 48 hours, I had little hope that it would happen because the emotions are running so high that it is clear that all logic and truth has been completely detached from this process among those who want to make this about much more than the Jalen Walker shooting. And they don't even want to make the Jalen Walker shooting about all the aspects of the Jalen Walker shooting. The parts of the Jalen Walker shooting that would appear to explain, perhaps even justify, the officer's actions. Uh, Those are being left out and ignored, not just by the people who, understandably, I get it, you're close to Jalen Walker, you're a friend of Jalen Walker, you don't want to hear that he fired a shot at police first, that he fled the scene, that he uh, turned and made an action that they deemed to be threatening and menacing. I get why you don't want to hear that. But for people who are supposed to be honest brokers, and I'm talking about reporters from the Akron Beacon Journal, to leave those elements out of their news coverage? Well, there's a part of me that thinks that the death of that four-year-old girl is in part due to the incitement that you are fomenting by leaving out of your news accounts that there's video... It's not just police saying it. There's video of Jalen Walker shooting out the car window of the vehicle he was driving, fleeing from police who put on their lights to pull him over for a traffic violation. That seems like a pretty material fact to the circumstances that ended up with Jalen Walker getting shot. You have no problem reporting that officers, 13 of them, fired 90 shots, and you have no problem. It's always in every story that he was hit 60 times. And I can certainly listen to arguments about that being an excessive number of shots and an excessive number of wounds. I'm willing to consider that. But I am not willing to consider that there is any justification for leaving out of news accounts that Jalen Walker fired first at police or that he fled police who wanted to pull him over for a simple equipment violation on his car, lack of a taillight. Why would they do that? Well, because you and I get pulled over for taillights, even though we're not young black men. I've been pulled over for no sticker on my license plate. I've been pulled over for no taillight. You know what I didn't do? I didn't shoot at cops out the window of my car, and I didn't run away. And when I I didn't run away, I therefore didn't have to turn and reach into my belt and induce the officers to think that I might be firing at them. Whether you like it or not, those are important elements to this story. And Craig Webb of the Akron Beacon Journal, who I've never met, and I'd welcome on this show, to explain why the third paragraph of his story today reads, The Akron NAACP calls the June 27th death of Walker horrific after the Akron man was shot about 60 times, there that fact is, by police officers. Now listen to what he reports about what Jalen Walker did. And I quote, 
as he attempted to run from his car after a brief chase that started over an apparent taillight violation. End of paragraph. No mention that Jalen Walker's car matched the description of a car involved in a crime the day before. No mention that Jalen Walker fired out the window of his car at officers first. No mention that there was a gun found in the back of Jalen Walker's car. No mention that he ran and turned. And video, y'all want the body cam video, shows that he reached toward his belt, which is where you might keep a weapon. And is that a reasonable expectation for officers to think that he might have a weapon if they've already observed him fire a shot out the car window of the vehicle he was driving? I think that's a reasonable expectation. But reason does not enter these matters because, hey, look, we have a chance to break things, riot, magnify, multiply the narrative that young black men are being indiscriminately hunted, according to Akron's own LeBron James, every day by police officers. You think LeBron's a good basketball player. He's been hunted every day by police officers since he was, what, 12 years old? And he's still playing. Wow. Good on you, LeBron. So here is the list of demands from the Akron NAACP that they have issued in the aftermath of Jalen Walker's death. The demands released Saturday call for State Attorney General Dave Yost to appoint a special prosecutor. And here's my favorite. And impose an outright statewide ban on police chases that start with attempts to pull over vehicles with equipment violations. Ah, let's see. If we abolished car chases that began with officers noting an equipment violation on cars, and if we, as the Akron NAACP recommends, also ban car chases for minor traffic violations, I'm going to have to workshop this, having never been a career criminal, never committed an armed robbery, never committed a murder, never committed a felony. But I'm just spitballing here. If I were to go, say, rob a convenience store, hopefully one that doesn't have a police officer like there to observe it, and if the convenience store owner calls police and reports that he has been robbed and that I'm fleeing the store in my car. And officers give chase. How might I get them to stop giving chase? Well, if this Akron NAACP abolition of police chases for minor traffic violations is enacted, all I have to do is either break out a headlight or taillight on my car before I rob the convenience store or run a stop sign on my way from the store, or speed. Wouldn't this make for more criminal activity, not less? Oh, the president, Joe Biden, is uh, at the White House right now, touting the 
passage of his new bipartisan gun law, the one that was going to end all mass shootings, the one that was followed less than a week later by another mass shooting. So there you go, Joe Biden, doing what he does, talking a lot, getting nothing done. Same is going on in Akron, Ohio. Same has gone on in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Atlanta, Georgia. And when I mention the names Rayshard Brooks, George Floyd, Jacob Blake, Trayvon Martin, Brianna Taylor, you all may go, ah, yeah, that sparked protest, that sparked rioting. Those names come up every time someone black is engaged in a shooting with police. And no one wants to see people die in confrontations with police. I think it's exceedingly sad that Jalen Walker, 25 years old in Akron, died after a confrontation with police. Do I believe Jalen Walker would be deceased if he had simply pulled his car over when police tried to stop him for an equipment violation in his car, a broken taillight? Do I think he'd be dead if he had just done that? Uh, No, I don't. We always want to examine with an electron microscope, not just a microscope, but an electron microscope, the reactions of police. And I'm fine with that, and they're fine with that. But we never look at the number of bad decisions made by the person who's in the confrontation with police that ends badly. And besides being young and black... George Floyd, eh, 40s, I consider that young because I'm older than that. Besides being young and black, do you know what Trayvon Martin, George Floyd, Jacob Blake, Rayshard Brooks, and Breonna Taylor all have in common? All of them either directly resisted arrest or, in Breonna Taylor's case, she's the exception, she didn't resist arrest, but the guy that she was with in her apartment that night fired a shot at police when they knocked on the door. A lot of people say, oh, they were executing a no-knock warrant. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They knocked on the door and announced themselves. Rayshard Brooks' Atlanta Wendy's stood, talked with police for 45 minutes, then grabbed a taser, ran, fought with police, ended up shot to death. Jacob Blake fought with police, resisted a taser, reached for a knife, got shot. George Floyd resisted arrest and ended up dead because Derek Chauvin kneeled on him, and George Floyd was heavily under the influence of drugs. Chauvin will do time in prison. And it's interesting to me, it's interesting to me, that Abby Marshall, one of the lead reporters for the Akron Beacon Journal, on the Jalen Walker shooting, retweeted a story on her Twitter feed about Derek Chauvin getting sentenced to 21 years in prison last week in relation to his uh, unlawful interaction with George Floyd. Now, why would that story be of interest to Abby Marshall's Twitter followers? If you follow her on Twitter, and I do until she blocks me, (laughs) everything she posts is like she's an honorary BLM member. Nothing in there about Jalen Walker's car matching the vehicle from a robbery the day before. Nothing in there, very little in there about him firing a weapon. So we're going to repeat the same mistakes here in Ohio that they repeated in Minneapolis. And it's sad when organizations that purport to be leaders 
escalate the tension. That's exactly what the Akron NAACP is doing with their completely illogical and unserious demands of the city of Akron and the state of Ohio. Here's one of their demands. Besides the one that says they suspend statewide police chases for equipment violations and minor traffic violations. Think of that. You commit a crime, all you have to do is speed away from the scene. Can't chase me, I'm speeding. Can't chase me, I ran a stop sign. Can't chase me, I broke my headlight beforehand. Get out of jail free card. Can't chase me. Utterly stupid, Akron NAACP. It is comforting, I'm sure, to know, at least I'm, I would imagine the officers involved in this are comforted to know, that one of the Akron NAACP demands is, and I quote, all officers, this is the exact demand as it's written, all officers involved in the brutal killing of Jalen Walker be held accountable. All officers involved. So... Don't worry, officer. You're going to get a fair trial right before we send you to prison. You'll get a fair trial right before we send you to prison. Thankfully, there's one sane voice in this whole matter. There is one person who is doing what he's been called to do. And that person is the Reverend Lorenzo Glenn. He is an African-American pastor, and he is one of the few in this entire sordid matter that is willing to tell the truth regardless of what it costs him personally. He is calling for calm 48 hours and a pause. The Akron mayor is doing it. He's white. That doesn't matter. But Lorenzo Glenn says, we all collectively together make it a city. Say what you will about what you believe. We must come together. So we're asking for 48 hours. We just let this thing move through the process because that's what it's going to do, and we'll trust God for the outcome. He is the righteous judge. Find a church where you can pray. Find a church where you can pray for fellowship and some comfort in a dark hour. He said, I'm not going to ask one side to calm down. If I'm not going to ask all to calm down, that's what courage sounds like, folks. Some of this is bad emotions, and it's leading to bad actions, and everybody's got to stop. And then he talks about the four-year-old girl who was shot and killed in Akron over the weekend. He said, there's a baby here that won't survive. There's a family that's grieving that baby. We are still reeling from other major events that are happening, and I'm going to say Jalen Walker's name But it takes not just community, but police and everyone. Not just one side. However many sides you want to make this, everybody has to do it. Because if you ask one to and the other one doesn't, what you have is a massacre. And we can't have that here. So, the hope I have for Akron is the hope personified by the courage and truth of Reverend Lorenzo Glenn. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.